Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Now then, hey, up you lot. How are you doing? Good night. Welcome back to another week of the RGM Experience Podcast with me, Carl Maloney. Welcome to another show, guys. Nice one. Yeah, um, a, a lovely reaction to the Martin Ware episode last week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you missed it, delve into the archives as always. Plenty in there, plenty. Um, yeah, uh, it went down a treat with a lot of you, a lot of stories. It's what it's all about, this podcast, isn't it? You know, just having a chat on that, and, you know, and discovering what goes on behind the scenes in this music industry of ours. Yeah, it's a... Uh, yeah, legend. And this week's been no different, ladies and gentlemen. I, uh, last Saturday, went to see old Redmond and the Makers in Sheffield. Oh, mate. Now then. The last day of the tour, it just popped out. Popper went right off. Very good night, very good night. Saw a few old friends and stuff. Uh, and had a few beers, so a bit, you know. Some, some of the some of the old friends that I've got in Sheffield, they, you know, they, they stopped drinking and stuff these days. And I think I, I think I was one of those pain in the asses that, you know, like, hey, you know, one of them. Uh, so that I think that happened, yeah. I just let my hair down. Um, but great gig, <laughs> great to see. Just you know how how all those years that Reverend the Makers have put into music and stuff, and they're just bringing out new tunes now and a new album out on the way. Uh, oh yeah, John Reverend John McClure is on the podcast as well, back in the archives as well, ladies and gentlemen. We talk all about that, but it was just great to see the old man having it on stage at the O2 Academy in Sheffield. Uh, I love live music; it's ace in it. Uh, yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, we've got one of the music industries, Shining Lights, music ambassador, Sam Shiner coming up on the show, everybody. Yeah, we've had someone for, I think Sam is the first person we've had twice, I think. I'm not sure if that's right now, I've said it out loud. Mm, let's go with it. Yeah, the first person we've had on twice. Um, yeah, we have a, a good catch-up. Met her a couple of times in the real world as well, not just online now, so... Got a lot of time for Sam. Really appreciate everything she does to support new bands and stuff. And we've had a wanker on his hands this week as well. Chris Morales has not been a nice boy, has he? He's been, been saying unsigned music's crap and that. I had a little cheeky share of his tour that he's got coming up on RGM and said, this, is, this looks crap. Um, zero reply... Wasn't expecting a reply to be honest, but I did actually ask him on Twitter if he fancied talking about some, you know, some unsigned music and stuff, and asked him to be on the podcast. Again, zero reply. Hey ho! You know, if I get back to me one day, maybe not. Um, but yeah, what a week. Uh, it's been slower on releases on RGM this week. It's picking up again j- j- towards the end of the week. Um, 
a strange time of year, February. I think the yeah, it's just just I, I don't I can't I, don't, I can't put my finger on it. I'm not going to bang on about it. It's just a strange time of year, I think, in the music world. But we move forward. We stay positive, and there's no one more positive than good old Sam Shiner. So, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. It's very much appreciated for joining us this week. Uh, and shall we have a good chat with Sam? I think so. Sambo, take it away. I've got a nice cup of peppermint tea. Oh, have good, you? Good for digestion. Oh, there we go. Are you a bit blocked <laughs> up, love? <laughs> <laughs> No, but apparently it's good to um, it's good to drink after you've had a meal. Oh, okay, right, fair. Just nice salmon just veggies to, for dinner. Just to aid the the process, I didn't think it was going to go this way. <laughs> <laughs> right, then, ladies and gentlemen, Sam's got constipation issues. <laughs> right then, so are, are you okay to start, mate? And we'll crack on. So talk yeah. about that. Hello, Carlos. Yeah, how are we doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Very, very well, thank you. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. We shouldn't really be saying it now, should we? It's a bit too, a bit too, too far into it. Yeah, done. Too far. It's yeah, done we, now. Just need, we just need to crack into January now, don't we? Well, officially, we're over halfway through yes. the month. Yeah, as of the 16th. Yeah. yeah. So, and little daffodils are popping up everywhere. So nice. Some snow drops. Nice. So, spring is on the horizon. It's on the, it's on the way. It's on the way. Now, I wanted to, I wanted to catch up with you again because I think the last time we had a chat it was episode ten. And we're in the seventies now, um, oh, wow. so I'm, yeah, I'm doing. A while ago, yeah, 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 probably a year and a half or something like that. And, and I've actually seen you in real life a couple of times since then, which has been nice. Yeah, well, so you did. Um, you came to the Raz, didn't you? Came to the Raz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We came down, had a little chat with the boys, and uh, got to see him live for the first time. That was nice. What did you think? I leather jackets always put me off a band. So. <laughs> Plus Jordan, our guitarist. <laughs> is it fair yeah. enough? He's a leather jacket connoisseur. Great live band, though, mate. Nice one. Good choice. Yeah. Well, they. I know yeah. when we when we had a first chat on the podcast, and you can listen back to episode ten, guys, if you're delving into the archives. But um, yeah, they, they kind of like found you because they saw your presence online as this person that supports loads of you know new music and being an ambassador for new music that you are. If people are new to you, uh, and then this band kind of like corralled you into managing them didn't they and you're still there yeah they're not daft today they're not daft yeah still here 18 months later yeah yeah i've got well i wonder if it's going to be a busy year this year because they're recording their second album which is going to be a lot of work and a lot of studio time so yeah. kind of this year is going to be heads down and we were hoping to get it released this autumn but it's looking unlikely with getting vinyl produced and stuff so it's probably going to be beginning of 2022 uh, okay. so this year is focusing on that and obviously putting in the work yeah. But one has to in releasing an album, which is going to be yeah. a new thing for me. But I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> well, I know. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you've been to you know since I see saw your little face in real life. Um, you, 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 <laughs> for the last year or so, you've been out there supporting the the music industry through all the trials and tribulations that's going on out there in the world. It, you know, it's a difficult place, the creative industry at the best of times, and. The, the last 12 months, even post-COVID, there's always been challenges that have been, that keep creeping up and making it difficult for everybody. Like, uh, and we brought out, uh, and thanks for sharing it as well on your social, Sam, we brought out a little thing. Yeah. I need to read 
yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound good. Well, b- b- so, basically, what sorry. what I've kind of found out about it is that the the BBC are cutting costs. It looks like, and it looks like they're, they're going to be potentially um, laying off the BBC introducing presenters and changing BBC interviewing introducing instead of being a, a local show for local people. It's going to be a national thing. So it's, it, it, there's been, always been a national element to it, but it's going to lose the local side of it, which is the most important part for me, the local side of things. Yeah, because BBC Introducing does so much for so many upcoming bands and artists. And you, yeah. Whenever a band gets played for local BBC Introducing, it's such a major thing for like yeah. an upcoming artist or a band. Like mm. It's kind of like... Like your your first step into that the into the music scene, you get played on being yeah. introduced. So yeah, that'd be a real crime shame if that happens. Well, I, as soon as I saw it, I just had to make this video because I knew just by sending a few messages out to people, people would instantly get on board with it because just of how much it it supports it. There was an interesting element to to doing that. Because I, I must have, in fact, I got done off Facebook for sending too many messages out, you know, on Messenger. So it was like I was spamming people because I sent, I think I sent about 50 messages out to people, to, like people in bands that I knew on Facebook. And it said I couldn't send anymore. Um, <laughs> but like uh, straight away, like I ended up getting about 20, 25 of them sent me a video straight away and I got it out straight away. And this, this video is oh, on YouTube so you can have a look. But th- there was a big percentage of, and, and just for the purposes of balance, you know, the BBC is all, always about balance. A lot, a big high percentage of those people that replied said, "Not bothered. They've they've not shown me any support at all. Um, that I've come back, so so I'm not bothered about making a video, which which was a bit of an eye opener um, as well. So th- so they do help a lot of people, yeah. but there's yeah, probably, I, I, there's I probably a still a bit more they can do as well. Yeah, I don't think it's easy. Cause I think we mm. did when the Raz released tracks and stuff. Tried to get it on BBC introducing and didn't really have much luck. Mm. But yeah, so I think it, it's quite. Um, it's, it's difficult to get music on there but still what they do do it's still that whole local element yeah. and people tuning in and the local presenters picking local bands and stuff to take that away is going to be a bit rubbish it is going to be a bit rubbish it is going to be a bit rubbish but I, I think particularly some of the bands that i sent message to they're probably you know thinking about it they're probably not ready or they don't have uh, high quality enough records to be able to play on the bbc as well there's an element of that because you know I, I want everybody to get bbc stuff and, and probably <laughs> some, some of the recordings that we send over can be a bit rough and ready you'll know that from receiving music on the radio and stuff won't you and <laughs> yeah. you, you can't play everything that you and i'm sure they're inundated and there's not enough hours in the show to be able to play everything as well so from their side of things i can i, I get it you know they're not gonna be able to play everything but there's a lot of disappointed bands out there that just you know would love to be on that platform yeah, which just shows how much of a loss it is, it is going to be. It's, it, it is, like you say, just one of those places, like it's just, it's the, one of the first rungs in it of being in a band, like getting on the BBC, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. Sure. And I, I found, even going back years, I remember I used yeah. to go to Reading and like go, the BBC introducing stages and stuff yeah. as well, with all local, with local talent on, and like seeing some, I think I remember seeing Jake Bug on there, mm. like, talking years and years ago before Jake Bug was even big. But yeah, just, yeah, just be a shame if it all becomes kind of nationalised and there's not, yeah, it's a shame. Pop oh, shame. Well, if you think about kind of like Radio X, it being it was XFM yeah. with Manchester, yeah. that was very much a local Manchester station yeah. until it was taken over by Global. And obviously, Radio X is great. I, don't, I like listening to Radio X now again, but it just loses that kind of like personal feel, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, there's too much of that, isn't there? Do you know, like the the heartbeat of things gets get. 
I've, I've got a, a little message to talk to you about. I'm trying to be more positive, Sam, because you're a really positive person, and I feel like I, I'm just a right grumpy bastard that just like <laughs> always moaning about stuff. So I've got a question about that later. <laughs> you know, I want some tips from you to be more positive, Sam Shiner. <laughs> oh, do you know what, funny enough, my friend bought me. Um, I'll give. I'll lend you this. Oh, Go on. It's my friend bought me this for. I think it was on my birthday. Yeah. It's positivity for every day. Oh, okay. What is it? Like a little book? Yeah, it's a little book with like little little things that you can do. Okay. Make yourself feel more positive and better. Like exercises and going out walking yeah. and breathing. Exercises. Breathe, and breathing. Like that. That's a good one. That, that's always a benefit. I suppose, little, if you're little inspirational positive quotes. So. Well, give us a couple then, Sam. Why not? Let, let's, get, let's make use of the book. I've been at the gym every day this month, so I'm doing that. Let me find a good one. Hold on. Okay, I'll put you on the spot a little bit there, I suppose. Aren't I? If, you're, <laughs> if your ship doesn't come in, swim out to it. Yeah. Yeah, make an effort, I suppose. Setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I've not actually read this yet. Oh, dear. But, nope. yeah, it's, it's, what, um, it's just, uh, it's, yeah, just little... Little things, little things you can do to make yourself happy and little pop hazard happy quotes. Have you always been just a happy, positive person? Um, well, I just, I think so, yeah. I do, I do have my moments. Yeah. I, do, I do have my bad moods, but I try I just, can't, I just can't see you in a bad mood. No, like just from seeing you in real life and just chatting to you and just having a laugh with you on Twitter and that. I just can't, I can't see you well, being... Well, a, go on. When my alarm went off this morning, I was not a happy person. Oh, okay, fair enough. What did, did you use like a swear word in that? Yes, no, did I, I didn't really. I just got, got <laughs> no. It was a Blue Monday today, isn't it? So, it oh yeah. Well, they what they call the most depressing day of the year. Well, it's and now just from my personal point of view, it's it's been a long few weeks until I've, since I've been paid. It's been like five or six weeks or something like because you get paid early in Christmas, don't you? And then. January, January is just like I'm just waiting to get paid type of thing. I don't. No same. I got my blinking car in for an MOT and service on Friday nice. as well before payday. Yeah. So I'm like, please. <laughs> and it sounds a little bit growly as well. So I'm oh, like, yeah. oh bloody hell. So yeah. I'm like, please, please. please. <laughs> so <laughs> all, all that positivity might crash down on Friday. And <laughs> who wants their car in for service at the end in January? Before <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can remember last time I spoke to you, I was very, very hung, hungover. Um, I'd been to see the blinders in Manchester uh, and I can just remember it, it ended up being a right late one, you know, like one of them four naughty four o'clock, like staying out <laughs> things and you're up in the morning and think, Oh, I'm, I'm talking to Sam in a bit rushing about all, all, all in it is. Um, but we, we covered a lot of ground with it really. We covered, you know, we covered the RAS, we covered all your uh, endeavors as a music personality and somebody out there loving you were DJing for this feeling you know going to loads of festivals and that kind of stuff weren't you um yeah. how, how's this year looking for you um well I'm, I'm I've got to try and not spend as much money this yes, year yes okay I'm gonna try and keep my gigs as local as possible yeah but I do have quite a few yeah a few gigs lined up mm. <clears throat> over the next couple of months um, and hopefully festivals. I'll probably just do one festival with this feeling this year, if yeah. they if they ask me like, that yeah. is. Because yeah. um, although they pay me a little bit to do the DJ, and mm. I spend like eight hundred pounds <laughs> over the weekend. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. So I'll probably do one maybe this year. So, I yeah, find it's gonna be, that. It's gonna be a more chilled affair this year, Carl. Yeah, I don't. I, I know what you mean because I, I when I. I cover Tramlines Festival every every year, and you know you're covering the festival, so it's just like like you get like a press pass, which is nice. But 
then you end up and you're there for four days. So then you end up spending sometimes hundred quid a day, depending on how <laughs> naughty you've been. And you know, and it, see, it's easy when you're buying food all day and drinks and enjoying yourself and traveling, so traveling about and that and the hotels and it, you can easily chuck a few quid away, can't you? At these things. Oh God, definitely. I can remember at this. Um, not it was not last year's Isle of Wight. It was the one in September twenty one. They had this cocktail bar right outside the feeling tent, and I was just going out buying porn martinis for ten pound a pot. Yeah. I think I, I was buying like ten a day, and that's just <laughs> that's just my, that's just cocktails. Yeah. And I was like, check my credit card. When I got home. I was like, oh my God, that's got to stop. Yeah. <laughs> when I've had a few drinks, I'm like, yeah, rich. Just <laughs> it's fine. So yeah, now I'm going to be more, much more. That's my resolution this year, to be much more sensible. Yeah. Much more, much more, yeah, much more sensible with money. And, yeah, just lots of, um, yeah, lots of gigs in Bristol, which is mm. easy because I can go there and come yeah. home the same night. Yeah. Yeah, so so it's Wiltshire, isn't it, your, you are? So whereabouts is, where is Wiltshire? I, I, I get mixed up with my shires down south. Is it, is it near <laughs> um, Bath? It's very near Bath. Yeah, I live about 15, 20 minutes from Bath. Oh, dear. Uh, I know. I, I only said it because I know that's how you say it. I call it bath. <laughs> and you're up north, you say bath, don't you? <laughs> I went, I've been to Bath once, and it was right. I went to Bristol on my fortieth birthday, um, and then I, I thought it was really close to uh, Stonehenge. So I thought, right, we'll buy tickets for Stonehenge, and it was a, it's about hundred miles away, isn't it? Yeah. So Stonehenge is in Salisbury. So yeah, that's it's quite a way. I suppose it's probably about an hour and a half on the train. From oh. Yeah, it, it, it took about three hours in car to get there. I, I thought Bristol were near Stonehenge <laughs> for some reason, and I, I'd, I'd booked tickets for Stonehenge for us all to go and see it because I fancied it. Oh, and no. We're, and we were, we were hungover, and we, we, I had to get out of the car and be sick in a posh estate somewhere near Bath. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's my only memory of Bath. You've gone to Avebury. That's closer. Oh, is it? Right, okay. Avebury's got loads of the big stones, like Stonehenge. Oh, it's right, not okay. known. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's nice, it seems nice down there, mate. It's for, yeah, it's very. I'm very lucky, actually. Very fortunate. I've got lots of. I, I as you know, I love going out walking, mm. lots and taking up Lila. So I'm quite. I'm really lucky. We've got so many like stunning places to walk. So lots more of that this year as well. I'm going to get my steps in. Yeah, well, it. it I, I can remember. I, I, just, I see your socials all the time. You know, just like just beautiful scenery. Where, where, where do you live? You. It's like I don't know. It's like <laughs> off a film or something. I know. Yeah. So <clears throat> Shearwater and Stourhead. They're like. Well, mm. like national trust places, but they're just, it is, it's like, I don't know, like Lord of the Rings or something. Like on a beautiful day, like you walk around, it's just literally breathtaking. So, yeah, yeah, very, very lucky. Oh, nice one, mate. Nice one, mate. And I love watching the success of your radio show, mate. Oh, thanks. Is, is that one of the, it, it, it feels like it might be, I'm just going on a vibe here. Is that, is that one of your favourite things you like to do? I love doing it. Yes, I love it. It's my yeah. favourite hour of the weekend on a Sunday because yeah. I get all my little um, regular listeners tuned in, which mm. is lovely. And yeah, we just have a little giggle for an hour. And I'm very well known for, well, I don't think I've ever done a show without making a mistake at some point. <laughs> and I'm going all confident every weekend and something and I'll get the songs the wrong way around or I'll, I'll accidentally yeah. press play when I'm trying to talk. But yeah, no, it's lovely. And, and I did my um, charity one yes. on the 29th of December, which was just unbelievable to raise money for faith and tarot um the singer songwriter it was just yeah it was just such an experience like i thought to myself i'll do a 12-hour show didn't wasn't really sure like who who would tune in yeah. but had loads of listeners all day right the way up to midnight and some people hours. listened to the entire thing 12 started hours, mid- midday and stayed 
for 12 hours listening along so it was great we raised loads of awareness loads of money yeah. and it's just a really nice thing to do so yeah it was great but no i do love it Carl. it's yeah. a nice little hobby to on a sunday <laughs> no, it's great it's great and are, are people still able to donate now for that yeah so so Faye, um has a brain tumor mm. um which is not treated in the uk so she's in america now to start her trial mm. but she's only raised half of the money so she yeah. needs to raise like Oh, God, it's crazy, like £450,000. So she's raised half of that, um, but they still need to raise the other half. Like, I think if they don't do it, they'll probably have to end up selling their sort of family home to pay oh, for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Faye Fantaro. Um, she's F Fantaro on Twitter, or you can just type her name in. She's got a Just Given page. So, yeah, everyone was so generous when I was doing my show as well. Like, yeah. one person donated like 600 pounds and i was just like oh my god that's just so so generous um and she's a lovely girl only 20 years old so really sad that's amazing in the description of this podcast we'll put a link to that just given if people want to donate yeah thank you you're welcome welcome. so uh what's going on uh what do you see in and around the music industry at the minute sam what what's exciting you about this year and what's um i don't know i'm being a bit cynical again what's what any trepidation about this year at all? No, I don't think so. I think nothing, nothing at all. Mm. <laughs> That's, it's, it's, so. Just tell me to bollocks, Sam. It's just what I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, like you said, it's. I think in this upcoming scene, it's always going to be a slog. Where if you're putting on gigs, if you're a promoter mm. putting on gigs, if you're a band trying to sell and prostitute, it's always going to be a slog. But I think it just kind of makes the scene what it is. I think yeah. it makes the bands passionate and they work so hard it just means that they just get more out of it after but no i'm seeing loads of loads of events being put on people selling out gigs like the raw sold at their gig on friday which we did not expect at all this time of year Mm. um obviously january everyone's doing dry january and just after christmas so we didn't expect that at all and it sold out so yeah i I think people are still going to gigs and i know this cost of living crisis is a bit of a nightmare Mm. so i think people are going to be raining in a little bit I think that's maybe the issue. Yeah. Um, have to see how that goes. But yeah, I I I think it's gonna be good year for music. Yeah, I'd like to see this year. What's that, mate? I said there's lots of bands and stuff I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. this year. Okay, so who are you looking forward to seeing Just talk us through. Uh, um, spread so... some spread some love out there. <laughs> so the one I'm looking forward to seeing the most is uh well, a kind of a band. It's kind of a solo project with a band mm. called Wonder Horse. Oh. and they're from london and oh my god car so so good my favorite album from last year so they're playing in bristol in april mm-hmm. which i can't wait for and my next gig i've got heavy north in london i've got Reverend and the makers in bristol ah. i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna their sheffield a gig and and probably Ooh, the manchester and probably the manchester one as well if i can blag a ticket for it oh that'd uh, be good yeah you should get a press pass for it uh I, I, well i'm gonna ask for the manchester one but i've already bought one for the sheffield one Oh, have you? Oh, Sheffield would be great. Yeah. yeah, they're such a good band live, aren't they? Like, oh, they're the amazing. They're amazing. We ju- I, I just had John on the podcast, and he was just telling me about. Oh, God, I just saw, didn't I? I just retweeted it. Yeah. So, if, and he was he, he, he was telling us about it. Uh, my favorite part of the chat was just talking to uh, the, his, the the front cover of the album when he's walking about with a camel. He, he was walking about Sheffield with a camel, and he was doing a photo shoot, and his, the album covers in with a camel. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've seen it. But their new sound is really like chilled out and soulful, yeah. isn't it? Someone said to me, well, someone compared him to Sheffield's own Barry White. <laughs> oh, did they? Okay, that's nice. That's nice. 
but yeah no, i'm looking forward to that it's always it's always a good night it's a friday night in bristol so we've got a few friends going along so you've, you've, you've just you've just listed five or six gigs there within like three weeks sambo so is, is that is that slowing down is it are, are you preaching are you doing what you preach are you preaching what yeah. you say well well to be fair the only one outside of bristol is is heavy north right, and the rest okay. of them are all going to be midweek gigs so yeah. i'll just literally just go drive watch the gig and come home so oh, yeah, we can. Okay. it's why i keep going to different cities every weekend and yeah. flying about and getting trains and hotels and stuff that's where it's a bit irresponsible <laughs> well it, it it's it's hard isn't it particularly on trains these days because you know they're they've gone to shit and there's loads of strikes and stuff it's Go on, back to being cynical again. It doesn't take me long, does it? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has been rubbish, though. Like, the yeah. amount of train journeys that were disrupted last year, the amount of waiting around and train cancellations sat in cold train stations is not yeah. fun, especially when you're paying, like, £150, £200 for a ticket. Yeah, it's not good. But, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they'll... Because yeah. I think with the trains, it's not just the pay, it's the working conditions. They want to get rid of all the staff on the trains. Yeah. They want to get rid of the train managers, the... And what the, the catering and the, gov- I- the government wants to stop people being able to strike because that's convenient for them. Mm, yeah, is- but no, I think it's more about the conditions that they they want. Yeah. That's what they're striking over, and the ch- the big changes they want to make. They just all, like, if you want to talk to the train manager, it's nice to have someone available. Right? You wouldn't just get on the train yeah. with no one on it, would you? Weird. Yeah, I saw it's I saw weird. that in the news earlier when you know people like not necessarily feeling safe quite late at night if you're traveling back from a gig or whatever on a train and there's only you on the train and there's i don't know some dodgy person oh, God, that's like a horror movie isn't it yeah. i'm pretty sure i've seen a horror movie like that before <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, it's got to be safe and, and one thing i want i definitely wanted to talk to you about was i had laura horton on a uh, on a previous episode and she's really passionate about gigs like yourself um and yeah she's great and we had a really good chat about you know safe gigs for women um you know as as a woman going to all these gigs and experiencing it how how do you feel that's that whole thing is well yeah i mean i've had my own experience and stuff at gigs before i i I think generally though i I do kind of feel safe i think it's just when you throw like alcohol Mm. busy space into the equation i think a lot of the indie scene it's a lot of boy bands and like sort of male like populated crowds so yeah yeah I mean to be myself I, I've always kind of felt safe when I go to gigs especially like ones that this feeling put on etc mm. um, but obviously you hear people um that band what they're called I saw them last year all that all those allegations against them mm. and yeah it's it's a tricky one isn't it really because yeah. you don't want to not encourage people to go to gigs with the fear that something like that's going to happen we, when we were talking to Laura about it, it yeah. it's 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 hard to like as a promoter. We I were talking about what I do at RGM and on the invite to all the bands, the instructions basically for the gig. I just basically put in bold in red, just like we're not accepting any on on uh, we're not accepting any bad behaviour at gigs. Gigs, if you see anything, call it out. Tell me, and I'll tell the security, and we'll just get it sorted as soon as we can. But yeah. it, it it's difficult. You, you can't predict these things because you don't know if somebody's going to have too much to drink and just be. An idiot. I was speaking to Rianne Downer, and she just said, "If you if you're capable of doing that kind of thing, just don't fucking leave the house and don't go out." Yeah. <laughs> so it, so yeah. it, all all the all these all these things are easier said than done. You can't. Mm. I, I don't know. I, I generally don't know no. how how it can be stopped when 
when it needs to be. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, you and you do hear it as well. Like, he's talking about Rianne. I did um, a podcast. Who did we do the podcast with? Oh, it was um this football podcast we did on. It was me, Rianne, Ruby J, and was it Megan? When? Oh, my memory is so bad. You know, <laughs> getting old, Carl. <laughs> but no, we we talked a lot about um sort of women in the scene and g- women going to gigs and them as performers as well. Like how mm. they feel because obviously they're really young girls and talking about how how they feel and sort of getting comments and people shouting at them and you know things like that you've got got to develop a thick skin at a really young age um but yeah no it's a trick one isn't it because i think in a sad way it's always going to happen but i suppose the more you talk about it and the more people are aware about it then maybe they'll kind of be more self-aware i think there just needs to be a, a, a more conscious decision from people to call it out when they see it yeah but yeah. but then that that can be dangerous too so so you know like, well, there's a fine the line there too isn't there yeah because you call something out and then if it goes to court whatever you can be the one ending up in trouble so yeah. <laughs> to be honest i think on my social media i don't normally tend to, to sort of make a stand against just because hmm. there's all that whole thing about libel and stuff yeah. like that so it's just mm. difficult one, isn't it? It's, it's a sticky, messy one. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, I just think in general, if if more people are aware that there is problems there, and 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 we, and we should try out all, all I can think of, just to try and raise awareness of it. And yeah, all, all, all the interviews that I do on RGM with bands, I, I, I've got the question and asking for people's advice, and n- n- nobody's got an answer. I don't think anybody's got an answer for it. I'm, I, well, I, that safe gigs for women is great. Like what yeah. they do is great, and they obviously work with promoters and events and stuff yeah. to make that like their symbol and their, yeah. their organisation, mm. make that visible to people. So I think if you see that at a gig, it's going to make you, I don't know. Yeah, if you just think about it. Make you a bit more conscious of what, yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Well, mm. but yeah, no, it's a difficult one. Yeah, so the, the music industry, Sambo, the manager side of things, how, how how have you seen it, you know, since since the last time I saw you in real life, a, a bit back a year or so ago, you know, how, how has it been pushing the lads to the next level. I know they're, sell, they're selling tickets now. They've got an album planned. How do you, how, any tips on keeping a band motivated and organised? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, could, I could tell no, why you we, did that. We do have moments where we're a bit like, a bit flat. But no, we, we've been <laughs> in the WhatsApp group and we talk quite yeah. a lot. And where the boys all, the boys are very much like, I don't know, they'll see like a gig that they want to play on. And they'll be like, oh, Sam, just try and, try and do that. And yeah. Like we talk quite a lot we have like zoom meetings and stuff so mm. we had one last week which was nice and it was really nice to hear them talking so enthusiastically about the album i was like i've yeah. never heard you so enthusiastic before and yeah so it's just i think it's just communication really but we do talk a lot and i saw them quite a bit last year as well like went up to loads of their gigs and stuff mm. loads of their support slots so yeah i think it's just, i think we feel like it's been 18 months now so we, we feel more like a family and a team yeah which is good is there because because I've been helping a band out and the the dynamics within a band still and will always fascinate the the, the whole journey of you know being in a band and making it and for, but you know doing gigs and following the journey and just the laugh it can be uh, the the personalities within a band always strike me. There's always kind of a diva one there's always one that's really quiet there's always one that's lazy there's always one that you can't find when they're out and about they just stroll off somewhere there's all all, all the all these mixtures of uh, people get together get them on stage and they can produce magic can't you i just love this whole that's so true. look at me being positive yeah that's so so true like in our group we've got we, we've got the 
annoying one. No, I'm joking. <laughs> all lovely, they're all lovely. But we've got to so say Jack the singer. He's the he's the swinger. So he, oh, uh, yeah, as soon as a drink, he just swings on stuff. Lampshades. Okay. When we were at Arlo, I was ditching Arlo White, he came and jumped on the DJ desk. I'm like, why does he, he yeah. just climbs on stuff? <laughs> and I got a video of one of them on a chandelier that yeah. jumps on it and pulls it down from the hotel ceiling. Oh. So it's very rock and roll, Carl. Yes. Dangerous. Which which one is the lazy one? I'm only joking. I've never, oh, asked, oh, I've, no, I've no, never, no. I've never asked you to say that. Really not. To be, to be fair, I'm very lucky with them because yeah. in terms of them being in, in band members, they're very, very professional, which is good. Mm. They take it, they take the band side of it really seriously, yeah. and they that they're really, really passionate about it. So in that respect of it, it's good. And they're just, yeah, they're just great. So I can't, I can't wait for new music, which is going to be a little while longer, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised there's not more um, grassroots music podcasts out there. So we're trying to do our little thing and uh, Scratch Record podcast. They're doing their thing. They're great. Um, Talk tonight. Do a little bit. They're they're another podcast yeah, out there. I've seen I've seen you on a few podcasts. It's it the the, the grassroots music industry. Um, well, you know, just in regards to podcasts, I think I think there's a bit of work we can do just to encourage yeah. people to to start one up and, and we can all help each other out and try and grow this thing, I think, is, is one yeah, area exactly. I'd like to help I, I did people. a few with um, Northern Exposure. God, that was that last year or the year yeah. before? I did a few, okay. And I did a, like my own little podcast series mm. during lockdown, which was fun. Yeah. I did John Revend and the Makers as well. That was one of ah. my first ever, first ever podcasts. Yeah. So that was good fun. That seemed like three years ago. That's crazy. Wow. But yeah, no, I think everywhere. I've, to be fair, though, I, I look at social media now and it's grown massively. Like the support mm. for the upcoming scene is, I think, is better than ever. And every single week when I do my show, there's always someone that will tune in and say, like, oh, it's the first time I listened to your show and I absolutely loved it. And it's nice because, yeah, I, I, I still think it's growing. I still think we're on to a new music revolution. I believe it. Do, do, you, know, do you know who I think could do a right good podcast? Who's that? You. Uh, <laughs> do you know what, Carl? If I had more time, I would. <laughs> I, 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 so I did do one. I did a mm. series of loads and loads of bands during lockdown. Then mm. I did one with Northern Exposure. I got to interview some cool people. Yeah, yeah no, I've, I've, I love doing it and I love chatting. Maybe one I day. Always, I always record them on a Sunday during lockdown and we'll just get a few bevies out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day, Sambo. Sambo presents. I'd do so much more if I had more time, but yeah. my job's really busy at the moment as well, which is okay. Well, yeah, there's always the day job, isn't there? Yeah, that that, that <laughs> thing that that thing that helps us pay the bills. I know. Yeah, the, the I would say a nine to five, but it's more like the eight to a six. But, you know, <laughs> the, the daily grind. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get you. I, I I do long hours, and on top of that, we, we we're just doing RGM, and it it just feels like now things are starting to like proper pick up again, and people are releasing music again after a bit of a break over Christmas and the new year and that kind of stuff. It's it's always a nice... I always feel like I'm blagging it doing this RGM thing, Sambo. I always think, right, we had a decent we had a decent year last year. Uh, people are going to find us out. People just aren't going to be bothered about contacting us anymore. It goes quiet over Christmas and you think, right, that's it. Nobody's bothered anymore. <laughs> and then now it's going mentally again. I'm just like, oh, yeah, people... Honestly, know, I think I feel like that as well, just yeah. winging it. Winging everything I do, we're all winging it. We we are, aren't we? Well, I, I don't. Why 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 do we feel like that in this industry? Like we like we like we well, don't really deserve what they, what we do. Yeah, I know. I I I think that as well. Like every Sunday, I think, oh no, not not many people are going to tune in. Yeah. Or, 
I don't know, or not many people are going to retweet it or whatever. And then they do, and you just always, yeah, it's always self-doubt, isn't there? Which is it's a silly way to be. It's a silly, it? It is a, yeah, as you say, Sam, it's a silly way to be. <laughs> but well done, then, Kai. It's good that you'll be busy. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't, I, I kind of like, when because it's been a bit quieter over Christmas and New Year and stuff, I, I feel like I've, I'm like, I don't know, I'm quite I'm quite hard on myself sometimes because I, I just think like I'm, I'm not working. I always feel like I should be doing something, you know, when you're busy and you just do it all the time and then things go quiet and you think it just feels wrong that you're not doing something all the time, which is probably a bad thing in a way. No, I can you, you need to chill out. You need to chill out, don't you, sometimes. But I, I, find, yeah. it, I find it really hard to chill out and down and, and not be doing anything. Oh no, I think I've been I've been okay with that <clears throat> the last mm. couple of months. I've had to yeah. be. I've made I've made I promised myself not to spend so much time on social media, to yeah. read more, to watch some TV, mm. which I have been doing actually with Christmas. So I had a really nice. like I think over the Christmas week I I did um, binge watched his dark materials from start to finish, oh, which nice. was really nice just yeah. just to chill out watching TV. Like I never do that, but you, you should try it, Carl. It's I know, good. I know, I know. I, I do try it, but because <laughs> I get. <laughs> I watch quite a lot of telly and that, but when somebody asks me a question about what I've just watched, because I'm on my computer doing fucking RGM <laughs> emails all the time, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think, oh yeah, I've, I've seen that program, I think. And I just don't know because I'm just useless and like films and stuff, I'm annoying because I'll, I'll ask Kirsty like, what, what's happening here? And she's I'm not telling you because you're fucking, you're not putting, you're not, you're not putting your computer down. So I'm just like, yeah, I, I, no, I, I think you're the same as me as well. Like it's so, as well as trying to work, a normal job do, doing what you do it takes so much energy and yeah. so much time and it's very difficult to switch off from it and it, it can be really stressful can't it sometimes and overwhelming like sometimes I'll have a really really busy day and I don't look at Twitter and then I'll go mm. on in the evening and I've just got so many DMs and notifications and stuff like sometimes I'm like oh, I need to go take a walk before I deal with it because yeah. I'm like really overwhelmed and I'm very conscious about not burning myself out with it all and trying what, I, not... what I found really good is just making sure like I, I don't start work till 10 I do 10 8 still like four days a week so I get a day off in the week because I've moved my work shifts around a little bit so oh, I don't dear. start till 10 which is nice I finish at 8 which is late whatever um swings around about but it gives me time to check my phone in the morning when I'm when I'm like that oh shit there's loads of stuff chuck my phone <laughs> out of here good at gym and just just crack on get some gym time and then and then I come back to emails and I'm like I'm ready to go type thing. So it's kind of like I've, I found a good healthy pattern, I think, to, to deal with it all and, and, and deal with the workload, I think. Yeah, that's good. And I, exercise is always a good way to start the day. Yeah. I like getting out for a run in the morning. Like my days are very much different. If I, if I don't go for a run in the morning yeah. or I don't do any exercise, I'm not in, the, not in the best of moods. I'm still in an okay mood. But if I get out for a run, it sets me up for the day and I'm like, yeah. come on let's do it and I'm like come on this is it we set we're starting the day the right way does your head lie to you all the time you say you don't have to go you don't have to go this time Carl there's no need really you know just (laughs) just stay in bed you're not going to need to go out this time does it does you does your head bullshit to you all the time yeah it does it's not just me is it I normally if I'm going out for a run I'll make I'll put my gym cut on to go yeah sleeping so when I wake up in the morning I just get up and go yeah so do you you kind of like you you get ready before your brain starts trying to convincing not to do stuff to be honest i don't sleep very well don't so i normally wake up about two two three times a night anyway yeah. probably more like every hour some nights i wake up and i've been dreaming mm. 
no go but I think it's because I have busy minds yeah I think you can relate I've got such a busy mind oh yeah I, yeah I don't sleep properly so by the time my alarm goes off I've already been awake about six times so I'm like right I'm ready to get up now but I, I always seem rested enough I just think it's my brain just don't doesn't turn off I have it a lot I, I think of like a, an email I haven't replied to like at five three in the morning or something I just think oh I should have if i don't do it now then i'll forget tomorrow then you'll it's three o'clock in the morning what you're even thinking about you know what i found was, as well people yeah. in the music industry yeah. very very much over uh, like middle of the night or night out or night people mm. also i'll get random emails from like promoters and stuff at like three in the morning or yeah. four in the morning you i'm do. like we're all the same we're all insomniacs they do really because you, 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 you just feel like it's okay to send a message out at any time of day and it's probably not fair on the people person receiving it because it might wake them up or whatever but there is a lot of that about and it? it's like it is a bit 24 7 people don't realize how much of how, how, just how much of a you know how much people are just bothering you all the, all the time oh god <laughs> i've got all my notifications off so yeah. i don't really get my notifications until i check now i just like i couldn't deal with it yeah. i've not had notifications for years yeah. <laughs> so i just don't see until i log on or check or whatever it, but yeah it's is there anything more we or me can help you, Sunshiner, out this year with with helping uh, you do the stuff that you love doing? Because okay. I, I, I think you put so much effort, effort into supporting bands and stuff. I don't think, or I don't know if anybody's asked you if you need any help with anything. Oh, that's, that's really nice of you. No one, no one really does, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Very often. Yeah. Um, I don't know, really. If I, if I, as and when I need, yes. that's also not very good at is asking for help. Like I hate mm. asking people to like retweet stuff for me. I, I feel so bad, yeah. even though I get asked to do it all the time. I'm always like, oh, I feel really guilty asking me to do it. Oh, I've like, just, I've just asked you fine. to help me share that BBC thing, Anna. Oh no, that's fine. I, I, I never, honestly, I never mind. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's when I'm like, put a tweet out to say like, can everyone please share this? I always think, oh, I feel really guilty. I'm sorry to ask everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but no, I'll, we'll see what, what as and what I'm going to be doing this year because I've not really got apart from a little radio show and obviously stuff with the yeah. Raz. That's kind of all in the, all in this background mm. um, until next year. But certainly, if I because I know what I'm like, I end up doing extra things because yeah. <laughs> so, I know what I'm like. I'm a sucker for it. So yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you've got you've got a massive following as well. So. Likewise for you. You, st- you still feel like, even though we've built up a bit of a few followers on a, on all the socials and things, it still feels like you're still pissing in the wind a bit. Yeah, it, it does it's hard, isn't it? I just wonder how many of those are like robots. I know. Yeah, I know. Do you think Elon Musk is going to sort Twitter out? It's gone all weird, hasn't it? Like, it's, in what way do you? I've, mean? I've changed, when you go onto the timeline, if you yeah. on the homepage, if you cl- click on following rather than for you, yeah, you all your followers tweets that, but it's definitely changed. Like, I don't see as much on my timeline as I used to. Oh, okay. Is that a good or a bad thing? I don't know really. Mm. I don't know. It's all random, random stuff that comes in. Well, I follow like twenty one thousand accounts, so yeah. I've, it's always been a bit wild on my timeline. So anything could pop up, but. Yeah, I get like loads of motivation motivation pages and stuff now, and yeah, just random things. I've I, I found because I, I signed up to that Twitter Blue thing for our gem, yeah. uh, and and you can you can follow other varied other verified accounts because that's all it is. It just puts a blue ticket side your name really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I found that it shows you more credible bits of information online because you found it useful then. Yeah, so, so I've, I've kind of like. That, that that seems all right i'm sure I, I i like what elon musk is doing 
to the world, I think. So I think he'll, I think it will yeah, end up being bit, okay. I, yeah, I, I've always quite liked Elon Musk, to be honest. Yeah. I think he's, who well, else has built all this fleet of cars? He's building cars that go underground so people don't have to have traffic anymore. He's building rockets into space to, to put, um, internet into the sky so people in third world countries can have the internet and have a better life there's loads of positive things that people forget about and just think oh, he's no, like a, no. an evil I billionaire know, i like the way that he connects with he does seem like kind of a real person doesn't yeah. he but yeah and no, i remember i remember reading an article about him once and he said about the design of tesla he said that one day so basically he's trying to work with technology because technology is just advancing and advancing mm. and he said one day technology is going to make a conscious decision and then we've got to be worried mm. so he says that the, with the self-driving cars there's going to come a time when a car is driving on the road and there's a little boy and an old lady and the car's got to make a conscious decision yeah. as to which, which is, is going to hit one of them and then yeah. the car's going to decide and he said then that's when we've got to worry yeah. when the car when the technology goes and makes one a decision like, i yeah. always remember that and i think oh that's kind of scary but yeah no i think he's i he's obviously in, so intelligent and probably probably doing a lot more than we see. I, I, I do enjoy Twitter. I've always enjoyed Twitter, you know, good or bad and that kind of stuff. It's just, it, it's, a, it's, it's a place for opinions, isn't it? But not conversations. Yeah, I try and stay away from the opinionated stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you, you retweet stuff I say and I've got a bit of a gob on me, Sambo. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so, um, Elon Musk, uh, what do you think about, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of uh, topical things to think about now, Sambo. What do you think, <laughs> who else is in the news at the minute? Um, watch the news. I find it I find it so draining. It is. It, I it is. Oh, you're right, yeah. I'm like, oh God. Yeah. 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 The weather, at least. Yeah. Stopped, at least it stopped raining today. It's snow, you know, it snow today in Manchester. Madness. Is it? Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, well, I was watching the weather forecast for our local news there, and apparently for between the 15th of December and the 16th of... No, yeah, yep. 15th of January, we had rain every single day. The first time oh. that's happened in years. Oh. It's not good Miserable, the, isn't it's it? It's not good for the hair, is it? No, it's not. My hair needs doing. I've got roots. Terrible. Mine's just gone grey, Sambo, so I need to get it sorted and just I'm stop just getting so bloody old. <laughs> yeah, I definitely need a trip to the hairdressers. <laughs> is, there, <laughs> is, is there anything coming up in your world that you'd like to shout about? Well, we'll obviously put the the link to that Just Giving cause uh, that you talked about earlier. We'll put that on the podcast that people share about. But is, is, there any, is there a message of positivity that you'd like to share with the people listening to our little podcast? Um, uh, you know going into the new year yeah so I just think if you haven't taken the plunge into the unsigned scene yet Mm. then do so we've got there's so many amazing bands and artists there's so many bands and artists that are going to be huge this year that I've been watching coming through Mm. as superstars so get along to the grassroots gigs because they are the best like I went to Kasabian the arena Mm. gig and it was just so many people and it was just so crowded if you get to the little gigs that's where it's at yeah and there's just, just just so much going on all around the country. So yeah. that's that's my positive. Just get out there, go go and have a little boogie with your mates, find something new, and your life will be much better. <laughs> what, what I think more people should do, instead of buying a ticket for Adele, go to 15 gigs for the same price in your local oh, God, area. Oh, a million percent, yeah. <laughs> do that. You should, definitely. Because, yeah, yeah these, these gigs are like, well, the Heavy North gig that I'm going to is free. Wow. It's free entry. Nice. Is that so the London one? Gig, 
Yeah, London, they're playing at the Old Blue Last in London, oh, which okay. I've not actually been to before, but I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, nice one, mate. Well, sunshine, I keep shining, mate. <laughs> I'll do my best, Carlos. Thank you so much for having me. It's been lovely to catch up. You too, mate. You too, mate. Oh, thanks, Sam. Oh, it's it nice to catch up with Sam. Sam Shiner. A beautiful human. Um, just, you know, so passionate about on-time music and, you know, managing bands. And just being part of this music industry. It's, uh, I've just got a lot of time for a nice one, Sam. Thanks for joining us again on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So that's another show this week, ladies and gentlemen. How are you finding it? All right. Yeah. As I always say, delve into the archives for us. There's, always, there's something in there for everybody. Have a look around. Scout around, you'll see somebody that you like. Uh, we always have frank chats and piss about a bit. And, you know, just um, enjoy what we do. If you like it, tell your friends. Leave us a review on your favourite podcast provider. On Spotify, you can click a star and that kind of stuff. On Apple, you can leave a review. Five stars, please. On Amazon, you can do it as well, I think. Yeah, whichever way you listen to podcasts. And on YouTube as well, leave comments on the videos. You can watch our little faces have a chat too. Uh, leave us comments on there. All help, subscribes, all that bullshit. Um, and we'll see you again for another week next week, eh? Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure to join you again this week. New listeners, I hope, stick around. Old faithful, God bless you. And everybody else in between. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... Welcome, I'm going. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm getting off. It's been a great week. I'll see you next week on Monday. With me, Carl Maloney, the host of The Shindig. That guy from RGM. I will see you later. Toodaloo. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe. Tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support. And we'll see you next week.